When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, here we are on the final day of Project Down and Dirty Construction on the wow. Colleen and Bradley Show, right? That went fast. Three days. I Who know. knew? Wow. My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Good afternoon and hello. That's Holly Roberts. Hi. Wow. Hi. We're a tired bunch, aren't we? You know, um, <laughs> it's interesting that you say that. We're here for Project Down and Dirty Extreme Sandbox. Actually, it's construction, but we are at the literal Extreme Sandbox in Hastings. We've been here all week. You know, I said these words out loud uh, to our compatriot, uh, Jason Matheson, this morning. Like, we haven't really had to do a lot this year, but I am tired. (laughs) And I think it's because what, what I mean by that is... So for those of you who don't know, we've been moving, using a lot of construction equipment, moving things around, sitting in a cab, uh, pressing buttons and joysticks and things, moving very heavy things around like dirt and tires, Mm -hmm. um, which is not a physically taxing experience for the most part. It's more a mentally taxing experience. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize until about last night when I just, you know, I didn't even make dinner last night. I went home uh, or I stopped to get takeout. Went home, ate it, went right to bed, mm-hmm. and literally just st- sat in bed for the rest of the night until this morning and then drove back here. So, like, clearly my brain is getting far more of a physical workout than I realized it would. It really is. I mean, there's uh, there's a learning curve to all of the things that we're, that we're working on uh, here at the Extreme Sandbox. I've been working on the excavator. Bradley, you've been working on the bulldozer. bulldozer. Holly, you got a new She's on the mini ride. Or no, the mini excavator. Yes. The, so I was on the bulldozer for two days training with Bradley. Well, at the same time. Yep. Today, they just threw me on the mini, uh, mini excavator. How did that go? Picking up balls. Ooh. Yeah, you're putting balls in tires, right? Yeah, putting balls in the hole. Okay, so what are okay? So it's not the because first time. I don't, nor will it be the last. <laughs> okay, sorry, it's Friday. It might get a little saucy <laughs> up in here. <laughs> so I don't. I'm I'm still trying to get clear on exactly what's happening at the show tonight. Which, by the way, there are still tickets available for you to join us this evening. It's going to be a beautiful night. It's going to be really cool, and I mean like awesome cool. In addition um, to probably addition to a, a jacket. Yeah, a little bit cool. Yeah. But um, there's also virtual options. If, if coming to Hastings this evening is not uh, you know, on your agenda, you can go to mytalk1071.com, keyword project, and get those tickets. I, it really is going to be cool to watch. Um, but I'm trying to get a feel for what is actually happening tonight. So well, I'll tell you. Yeah, tell me, because nobody really would because my us. Yeah, so my coach this morning was Dave, and um, he wouldn't tell me what was going on. But we did have a time trial. I know you had a time tri- yes. trial, too, today. So what that means is, for those of us on the bulldozer, and Holly, you got to practice this, but you um, you were seconded to the... 
mini uh, balls in a hole experience. And um, which you are very talented at. Thank you. Yeah, they didn't ask me because they were like, it's not fair. <laughs> so the curve would have been too much. My, my, my curveball would have been too much for. I don't know what I'm saying. Okay. Anyway, anyway, the point is, back to the story. Back to the story. Uh, my time trial was to do figure eights around barrels with a big, big tire mm-hmm. uh, in the bulldozer. The bulldozer is the one, again, that just has like that snowplow thing on the front. Uh-huh. So you're just moving things with it. So that... Oh. I don't know. Why was I talking about that? Well, because that was I was hard. trying to figure out what we were going to do. And your time <laughs> oh, trial yeah, yeah, yeah. was figurating. Yep, so that was the, the time t- trial. And uh, Dave was like, well, so it'll be kind of like that tonight. And I was like, oh, what does kind of mean? Well, then I got out and I found out from another one of our uh, instructors here at the Extreme Sandbox. It sounds like mm-hmm. it's going to be kind of a combination platter where those of us in the bulldozer will be supporting those of you in the excavator. So we are moving tires, essentially, in a certain way. They will end up in front of you, and -hmm. you will have to stack those tires. So we will have to manipulate the tires around a course to get to you in order to stack them, which is what your time trial was today, Exactly. So uh, Alexis and I were doing a time trial at the same time, uh, stacking three gigantic, I believe she told us they're like 2,000 pounds. I mean, they're heavy. Well, they didn't feel like it. Get it? No? Okay. Construction joke, you guys. What? what? I'm saying they didn't feel like it because I was lifting them. They felt oh. weightless in the excavator. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, forget it. <laughs> it's Friday, girl. And- <laughs> I don't know. They laughed when I said it in the excavator. Anyway, no, they're like 2,000 pounds a piece, these big... Tires, and I'm telling you, you touch them with the bucket of the excavator. So the excavator is like the thing that you would play with at the sandbox, but yeah. like actually bigger with the big it's arm, a big scoop, big scoop on the end. So like you can like okay, so we're watching Julia, I think right now, yeah. stack them. So you see how she kind of put one off center a little bit. Yeah. And by the way, you can also watch this going on right so now, now. She's got a scooch it on. Yeah, at mytalk1071.com. You can, like, so she can drop the bucket down next to it. She's probably about to, and she'll use the teeth to just, and it literally is, like, so delicate. You just have to touch it just ever so slightly, and it will just, this 2,000-pound tire will just, like, move over. See, she's doing it right now. Yeah. And it's just going to move right over. And then look at it. It's like nicely stacked. It's crazy. Yeah. But it it is, it's a very tense experience. So yeah, we time trialed that today. Um, and that should be pretty fun. You guys, this, I don't know. This was like, it just gets more fun every day to get in that thing and just like whirl I will say, around and do stuff. Even the practice I had today, I felt way better at the end of my time trial mm-hmm. than I did uh, when I got in this morning. Yeah. It takes me about 30 minutes to just like... Warm get up. comfortable with yeah. the machinery and you the gotta, equipment. Like, I have to feel the joystick yeah. in my hand. And the hardest part for me was like, I don't know how it is in the excavator, but we have two joysticks in the bulldozer. Mm-hmm. And each of those joysticks independently does three things. Mm-hmm. So you have six movements at any given time that you can make happen. And it's remembering which stick does what and which piece Where? of which stick. Right does what so like trying to manipulate all six things at once takes a lot for my brain to like focus on when we were watching the training video and it was telling us that i was like uh 
that is not the machinery for me. There was too much going on. So I was very thankful that I got it seemed really hard. I will hard. say you do sort of intuit at a certain point you become one with the machine. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. Right? Seriously? I mean, at a certain point you can feel it. <laughs> yes. Well, you absolutely can. And also being on the mini excavator. It's like you have to, you can move sticks simultaneously so that you can do all of these flowy movements Mm, and then you become one. Also, want to give a shout out to my parents for giving me quarters to play the claw at Perkins all those years. You feel like that helped? Yeah, absolutely. So I really feel like (laughs) that was a formative moment in my life. Thank you. I For will, sure. I will say, um, and then we should get to a very special guest who just sat his keister uh, in our presence. And that is that I was brought back to being 16 years old in driver's ed because the biggest mm. challenge I had in driver's ed was r- left hand turns. I think left-hand turns, but turns essentially were the hardest thing for me to learn. And trying to turn a tire around a corner Mm -hmm. like brought me right back. I was like, I just feel like I'm 16 and I can't drive. I'm still terrible at it, to be perfectly honest. Oh, Mm -hmm. I will take curbs regularly. Uh, So watch out. Watch out. (laughs) Oh, my God. Look who's here. First of all, we have to say this, because we need you to, to rub some of your, yep, I said it, to rub some of your amazing, exactly. amazing fundraising uh, all over us. Because right now, because I know Come people want to know. Okay, is, what part you, of me do you want to Are rub? you rubbing the fundraising? Waiting. I mean, we've known each other for a while. Okay, so right now, we are at 12800 for the Colleen and Bradley show. Oh, no, I, I just lied. You guys, it's like, it's growing. It's growing before our very eyes. Mm. That's what she thought. Yeah. Um, we are at... The password is... $12,925 for our friends at Minnesota Academy of Science. And we need your camera. help to continue to... Uh, to <laughs> to raise uh, money for this wonderful organization. We'll have great interviews today, so we'll be able to tell you more about them. But hello, Jason. Hi, Jason. How are you, honey? I'm well. How are you? You had the most amazing morning. Can you tell us a little bit about the amazing morning you had? Um, I'm just looking I mean, at these comments. I here love at people. Work, what are they saying? I just can I read my favorite one? Yeah. I love that Donna Valentine quietly listens to Steve's story. Some hosts can never do that. Ever. Never. It's so hard to listen when two people talk at once on the radio. Donna is a pro. Was that Donna? That is hysterical. Donna, did you write that comment? Is that Donna? Did you actually write that? Oh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> hashtag I love people. Um, Anyway, what was the question? Yeah, Tell us you want to just morning. dish gossip? I'm fine with that, but we'd like also <clears throat> to hear about your amazing morning. It was, it, it, I, I don't know. It was so fantastic Hi, that I'm. Oh, is Donna under the desk? She just crawled under She's here. Under here. <laughs> There's just a lot of firsts happening. I know. It's Donna's exciting. under a desk. Mm-hmm. I'm rubbing Bradley. I drew a, a typical you know my talk. I drew a dirty, dirty picture for Holly. Yeah, I mean, you. you know. Um, no, it was great. I mean, how can you not? Be, I mean, we were an emotional mess. I mean, the fact that people were donating um, at the volume they were, and they were so touched by all of this. I mean, look, we, I, I always jokingly complain, and I promised this year I didn't, because I, I can be a brat, and, and I didn't want to walk into this year doing it because of days like this. It's, you know, no one wants to be away from their family. We don't want to, you know, we don't want to be doing this for four or five, 18 days. <laughs> but, um, but then you you get to a day like this where we can use this weird job to it's you know so, fundamentally yeah. change these organizations. It's so 
it's like so heartwarming because you see mm-hmm. the best of people ever and you see this amazing generosity and you see um, how powerful a, a group of people can be mm-hmm. when they work together, even without knowing each and, other. Well, and we've known that power for a long time, but today's yeah. power has, was um, come through in a way well, it's never come through before. Uh, yeah. And it was um, we raised the the morning show we did. Um, and I know we have remind to, us your charity. Again. Uh, it is um, uh, Crescent Cove. So it's a wonderful, there's only three like it in the whole country. And it basically is a wonderful respite for children dealing with life-threatening conditions. And it gives them a little bit of paradise, um, possibly, you know, for end of life. Mm-hmm. And, and then also equally parallel as important is it lets parents just be parents. You know, um, yeah. Then, so when, you know, a mother came on the this, this show this morning, was talking about how her son was literally in the throes of, of, of passing away. And the nurses took care of him and played with them so that she could just be, you know, or I'm just, yeah, the, the nurses took care of all of his medical needs. So she could just sit yeah. there and hold him and be mom and not worry about blood yeah. levels and mm-hmm. med med schedules. And, yeah. I, and I'm paraphrasing, but and that that is what struck me. Yeah. You know, obviously they do a lot for the kids, but then for the parents to just be parents. Yeah. That. So the fact that people really connected with that, and now we're at a hundred, I think a hundred and over a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. It's unbelievable. And you, you're at a hundred one eight hundred sixty five thousand. It's crazy. And especially when you think about we talked, you talked about this this morning, and you know, for this is our eleventh year doing 11. Project Down and Dirty, and you guys. There have been Project Down and Dirties where we had a goal for the entire station to raise. Oh sure, yeah. like yeah. thirty thousand. I think Wig said that the most, um, <laughs> the most Wig, the, the uh, one of the highest Project Down and Dirty totals was one twenty five for all, all of, of us. us. Yeah, and that was at a ticketed event with tickets yeah. going yeah. toward the total. Right. There was this thought that like you have to like do something like that in order to have people turn out for these charities and yeah clearly that's not the case i mean we raised a ton of money i don't remember the exact figure from last year but you'll remember obviously we were doing things super differently Very. Yeah. even more so than this year and yeah. we still raised a, a, a ton, ton of money ton do you guys yeah. have to break i feel bad I mean, you know, mm, I, don't know. I love Friday. talking with you. I miss you guys. It's Friday, this is, it's Project Down and Dirty. I, and I'm going to reveal this at reunion. This isn't shade to anybody, but can I tell you the biggest Debbie Downer of this one? Like the one, I and I said this to Alexis didn't get last to night. All hang. I no, well, not everybody, because I don't like everybody. Right. But yeah. I, I missed. I'm just joking. But I, I, I didn't get at, to spend any time with you three. And yeah. I, I literally said that it, it was a big bummer. It's like a wart. Womp womp. A wart. Well, we'll shake that word so off. So here's for next the deal. Year. We'll freeze it. I'm going to be you. real. Can you freeze it off. Honey? I'm going to be honest with you. We do have to do a dirt alert when we come back Ugh. with Elizabeth Reese. Uh, it's it's a thing. I love her though. I do too. Can you come back? I would love to. I'm literally doing. I sent B. Arthur to buy, get us lunch. Okay. So awesome. Yeah, even can... better. Hi everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls. You name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple. Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, come back though. All right. Okay. So when we come back, Elizabeth Reese is going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. A dirt alert. But uh, while you're waiting... For that, head over to mytalk1071.com, keyword project, and please, please, please donate to the Colleen and Bradley Show, Project Down and Dirty Construction for Minnesota Academy of Science, the FORCE program. We're going to talk a lot about them today on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. The beautiful Elizabeth Reese is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi, friends. How's Hi. everybody doing? It sounds like it's such a success. It Project is, Down and Dirty a Construction. Super duper success. Yes. And and it's very dirty. Yeah, I can imagine. There's a lot of dirt. There's a lot really? of dirt. Like, are you gosh, finding I'm trying to clean up my snacks? What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> meant no, like dirt. literal dirt in my shoes. Is, is there dirt dirty. like in all of the crevices? Uh no. Are you all checking bad. inside your ears and no, in between your toes? It's not like super dusty out there. Thanks, it's just Mom. like it's just very dirty. It's just, <laughs> we really are putting the dirty in Project Down and Dirty this year. Yeah, that's good. I think that's wonderful. Well, we had a really good time yesterday on Twin Cities Live because Kelly Hansen, our reporter, so went down to, to check her. in on Steve and um, to see how you guys were all doing and give us some demo, demo construction work. And it was cool. And it's, it was yeah. fun. And it I is just, very, it's, it's a fun time it, here. If it looks fun, it is fun. You know, sometimes you can fake it till you make it if you need to, to, you know, put some zhuzh in things. You know how that is in TV. For sure. But, uh, For sure. I almost spit coffee everywhere. Um, a little zhuzh. A little zhuzh. A little, you know, mm. magical pizzazz, yeah. razzmatazz. But um, no, it actually is really fun. Yeah, it's a good reminder, too, I think, as like the holidays approach that that, yeah. um, that, that a gift, I'm sure they do gift certificates oh, to Extreme yeah. Sandbox, that it I would be such you. a good gift. Also, you can actually buy the same package that we did on the first day right now at mytalk1071.com. Keyword project. You can like buy it right there and give it to somebody you care about because the other thing i'm realizing is as an adult how important play is yes like it's just really important to just play and do activities without the focus of either um like getting good at something or making it something productive just doing it right yes the other thing is i you know at first i was like oh can i do this and they're like just have fun i was like oh what okay Just Alrighty. do something fun for the sake of yeah. having fun. Know, what are you do, talking about? We do tend to take things really seriously because we want to do well. And like then they're like time trials and like competition. Right. And you're like, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> no, I'm going to start just, just throwing dirt, tires honey. around. It's, it's going to be fine. great. Yeah, that's awesome. I think it's really wonderful. I'm glad you guys are out there and doing a great job raising money for great causes. I heard you talking a little bit about Kanye West and Kim Kardashian at the very top of the show. Holly was delivering a story about... Uh, Kanye saying in a recent interview, I think about a month ago, that he still wants to be with Kim Kardashian. Um, he now has shocked many by unfollowing Kim on Instagram. I mean, what is going on over there? He uh, is only yeah. following a handful of accounts that have uh, blacked out icons, just like Kanye West does. And uh, fans are starting to wonder whether... Kanye admitted to cheating on Kim following Mm -hmm. the release of his 10th album, Donda. So the fifth song on the album is called Hurricane, and it made headlines with lyrics uh, alluding to a possible strain in their past relationship. So he raps, here I go acting too rich, here I go with a new chick, 
And I know what the truth is. Still playing after two kids. It's a lot to digest when your life always moving. Hmm. I don't. I just. I'm so grateful. Like, you know, my art is different than Kanye West. <laughs> I'm just grateful that that's not my art because the, hmm. the idea of writing songs about what you're really thinking and feeling just. I well, couldn't do that. Well, especially when it then it lives forever. Forever. Yeah. It's like and a I diary. I just know it's a that poem. five minutes after I did it, based on the notebooks I've read from my time in college, right, would just really make me cringe. Yeah. Doesn't it kind of make you wonder if artists ever go back and listen to their old songs and just go, Ugh. oh, oh sure. cringy oh, for sure. Oh, you have to. Because that. if you if you went back and listened to your old radio shows. Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to listen to the one that happened yesterday yeah, right? the last five years yeah, ago. Yeah, we've moved on. I know. Also on the Kardashian train, Kim Kardashian's neighbor was denied a bid to stop construction of Kim's underground vault. What? So there were several projects happening at her home, and this neighbor filed a complaint against the Hidden Hills Community Association to prevent the construction of several projects, and the judge denied it for now. So... Kim gets to make additions to her $60 million home, including an underground vault, subterranean parking, an attached subterranean wellness center, and a detached guardhouse. I kid you not. I'm done. Elizabeth Reese. I'm just jealous, Elizabeth. You're the best. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks, honey. Uh, When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, more from Project Down and Dirty Construction. Uh, Let's get that fundraising going. What do you say, guys? Uh, I think it's time. We'll do that after this on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, I'm Bradley Trainer. Hello. Holly Roberts. Hi. Uh, The three of us are down and dirty along with all of our coworkers out here at the Extreme Sandbox. It's Project Down and Dirty Construction. And we're not doing this just for fun. I mean, we're having fun, but there's a really big reason that we do this every year. Absolutely. And what is it, Bradley? Uh, Charity. Uh, In fact, each show is tasked with raising a certain amount of money for a specific local charity. And Team Kalina Bradley and Holly, of course, are raising money for Minnesota Academy of Science, the FORCE program. Essentially, that just brings STEM education equity to Minnesotans. Um, That means that more kids are going to be smarter, and more smarter kids means your future is going to be brighter. It's so true. The more access we give to kids that uh, don't always have it, the better off we're all going to be. If we've been able to get through the last year and a half with one hand tied behind our Mm. back, Minnesota Academy of Science and the FORCE program are going to make sure we can go into the future with no hands tied behind our back when it comes to STEM education. So that's who we're raising money for. Colleen, please give us an update of where we were and where we are now. Okay, so first of all, where we're going to go. Yes, we're going to. Yes, we're going to have like a whole summit of like all the things that are happening right now. First of all, first of all, yesterday we told you that we would eat something nasty if we got to $10,000 before the end of the show. We did not get to $10,000 before the end of the show. However, we did get to $10,000 by the end of the day. In fact, we got over $10,000 by the end of the day yesterday. So as I speak to you right now, we have $12,970 donated to the force program minnesota academy of science but but more importantly we have a lot of people well that's very important but we also have a lot of people to say thank you to yes so head on over there to donate and then we'll definitely give you a good shout out to say thank you are you ready it's a lot of people let's do it Catherine rogers yay heidi cavanas cavanas uh therese seidel miller yay the little blind spots hey little blind spots they're big on service (laughs) and giving back to the community thank you for your 
very fat and happy and juicy contribution. It was lovely. They also put a three on the end so we could get up to it like a normal round number. Oh, that's very so awesome. lovely. Thank you, little so blind spot. So thank you for spot. doing that, little blind spot. Uh, Janice. Donna Valentine. Thank you to our friend Donna Valentine. What a giver. I know. Our friend Liz Hawkins. Thank you, Liz. Hi, Liz. Valerie Stokes uh, dedicated her donation to Sarah Gomez, who is uh, the community development uh, person over at Minnesota Academy of Science. We're so thankful for her uh, and all the great support she's given us. Michelle Fondell gave a very sizable do- donation and i will Thank tell you, you michelle. michelle we are fondel of you um we also She's got never heard that before i bet a great donation from our friends at chan hassan dinner theaters hey, by the way don't chan. don't for don't, don't think for one second that there is not uh science technology engineering and math associated with theater there's Tons oh, yeah. of it. How do you think the lights turn exactly. on? Exactly. Uh, David at First Equity, our Thanks, friend David, David gave David. us $500. Thank you. Linda Barnes. Uh, Jeannie Price dedicated her donation to my talk. And then she said, and I love this, my cure for RBF 10 plus years. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Hasn't worked on us yet. Not but. yet. No, we still have that BF. Uh, Mark, thank you. Mark San Marco. Wendy Wolf, thank you. Larry Wolf, thank you. It's Kelly, a wolf pack. It's a wolf pack. Yeah. Yep. Kelly M, thank you. Luann Higgins. Thanks, Luann. Rondi Fisher. I think that's just Randy. No, it's an O. Oh, it's an O? Yep. Oh, okay. I was like, why are you getting all fancy with Randy? <laughs> Rondi. It's Rondi No, Fisher? that's really their name. Jennifer. R-O-N-D-I. Yes. Okay, right. Jennifer Gorka. Sue Sullivan. Sue Sullivan twice. She's thank so you. nice. She... she gave twice. Did you practice that? Yeah. That was good. That's a thing. It is? Okay, anyway, Leslie. Right? <laughs> Like, I don't know. You do like it so. It, what is New it? York. It's the city so nice they named it twice. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. That's cute. Okay. I knew there was something. Anyway. You've never heard that? Okay. Mm. Go. Carry on. Leslie Ringstad. Thank you to our hey, friend Leslie. Leslie. So good to hear from you. We have a lot of Anonymi. Uh, Elizabeth Jordan. Thank you to Elizabeth Jordan. Don Nielsen. Lori Johnson. Katie Stone. Um, Tanya, who dedicated uh, her. Donation to her dad, who taught math and computers for 33 years and passed away two weeks ago today. Oh, you so are sorry, missed. Tanya, but thank you thank so much. Thank you. What a wonderful, fitting way to honor uh, that memory. Tracy Overstreet, thank you to you. To Julie Hillman, thank you. Kelly Groon, Anonymous. Kathleen, who dedicated uh, her donation to construction and building trades. So necessary. Yes. And try getting you know somebody uh, to show up in this world. And if you do, it's because they were trained in stem it's education true. it's true lisa is it thigs we'll say that uh gene teagues that works Maybe. too gene obreski uh who said uh this donation was dedicated to all my stem teachers who taught me how oh. to study it all led me to the ministry oh, that's interesting. uh shirley hoekstein thank you liza collins gave on behalf of otto her baby nephew nephew's two tiny to appreciate a christmas gift so i'll donate stem and hopes he'll become a scientist i love that uh thank you to susan who gave in memory of her daughter gretchen forever 35 and husband dave forever 62 who both loved science again what a lovely way to to honor their memory andrea gave dedicated to all the great epidemiologists who have helped during the pandemic where would we be without stem say that again courtesy of the last year and a half (laughs) 
And again, to a couple anonymous, because now we are at $13,295. So we're at $13,295, just under $14,000. That means we need 6000 and change before we leave the show today, which means... To meet our goal. To meet our goal mm-hmm. of $20,000. You guys helped us meet our first goal of $10,000 pretty quickly, but now we um, want to make sure we get through that other goal as quickly as humanly possible. And... Uh, trust me when I say we're going to do it. We can do it. We've done it before. In fact, we'll probably blow through that. But that does take you to actually stop what you're doing. Clickety-clack over to mytalk1071.com. On your computer, which would not be possible without people who yeah. studied STEM I, I know. Academics. It's like you're, you're like, <laughs> explain to me what STEM is again. I mean, Google it. But at the end of the day, um, if Look you around. rely on anything other than your legs... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. STEM. Science. And frankly, <laughs> understanding how your legs get you from point A to point B is STEM education. I'm science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. It's a thousand percent true. Honestly, you know, I keep thinking about, you know, to our, our uh, to Andrea, who uh, dedicated her donation to the great epidemiologists. I keep thinking about the past year, and there's so, like, th- just imagine all of the things, right? Like, we think about how technology supported us through the Last year, how many people were then moved to work from home, but we were still able to collaborate mm-hmm. in a in a yeah. in a way because of STEM. Um, but then think about all the doctors who are working. I mean, honestly, if you're going to donate, donate to the future of that of of you know of medical science. There are so many people who have been working around the clock. They are exhausted, well, and we can honor them by making sure that they have an, a legacy. They have more people coming into those fields. And for so long, I, like I think people just take science so much for granted and STEM education uh, for granted. Um, which has caused some issues over the last Mm -hmm. year and a half. And I think the more we can do to invest in our future by making sure kids who want to be a part of of these fields are able to actually access them yeah and one of the so important yeah one of the cool things about the force program is it provides the children the opportunity to discover that perhaps stem is something that they're interested in and they wouldn't know it unless being exposed to stem by the force program by the minnesota academy of science also thinking about the rest of our shows and the charities that they're raising money for all of them are absolutely supported foundationally by stem and stem education that is so true so really it's laying the foundation so that the other org so an organization like crescent cove like make a wish uh like courage kenny rehabilitation institute can even do the things that they do it's all this foundational work like minnesota academy of science is doing that yeah it's kind of like construction equipment right like you don't re like you love roads (laughs) <laughs> but it took something to get a road to happen. Yeah, they didn't right? just show up on their and own. And also, it wasn't just the the machines, which, by the way, the machines had to be built. You know, yeah, they had somebody had to invent those machines, right? And then somebody needs to know how to use those machines, and then somebody has to, you know, build the unsexy road mm-hmm. in order for you to speed and not get a ticket. Yeah, it's that was now, a bad analogy, I, but you know what I mean. But I do. I also just want to. <laughs> 
what did you you were in front this of me today? a little bit of a you diff- were in front of me today okay, I, I saw that um i did also, i just also wanted to say one more thing because i i think you know it's so important that that force does all of those things mm-hmm. right brings stem education but bring STEM education to uh, some typically overlooked populations. And when you think about how important it is to have diversity in those STEM fields, um, and I think it was Sarah Gomez who said this, think about, think about what it feels like for a kid to see somebody else who looks like them yeah. doing the job that maybe they didn't even know was a thing, yeah. right? That, that kind of, it is so important to have diversity in all fields. Um, but think about what it might feel like, for example, to be in the hospital and, you know, uh, have somebody who comes in to, to take your blood who looks like you and you think to yourself, my gosh, I didn't know that that was a real job. And yeah. I certainly didn't know something I could do. It is. That's what it's called. Yeah. Phlebotomy. Yeah. Um, so it, it's just that is what force does so beautifully. And that is why they are so necessary. Minnesota Academy of, of Science and the force program to bring STEM uh, academics to all parties, to everybody. Uh, let's get closer to our goal. Let's do that. What's, where are we at right now? Okay, so really quick before uh, before we go to break here, we are at $13,460. And I would like to just give a couple quick thank yous. How about that before let's we move it. on? So thank you to Vicky who gave in memory of Sammy, my kitty boyfriend, that I just had to put to sleep unexpectedly five days ago. Aww. My heart is broken. I'm Aww. so Vicky, I'm sorry, sorry, Vicky. Yeah. Um, and thank you for that lovely donation. Again, a fitting way to for that memory to live on. Linda, thank you for your donation, Linda Friedman. Uh, Christina Askew gave, uh, dedicated to my fellow healthcare workers for their vaccination efforts. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Jennifer gave uh, shots, for all. Shots, shots, shots. Yes, for the STEM educators. Those are the kind we all like. Uh, and Heather gave dedicated to, I believe the children are our future. True. Thank you. And Annette Sattler as well. $13,585. We will continue to do our best to raise so much money for our friends at Minnesota Academy of Science when we come back. But we'll also be talking with a teacher uh, from Stonebridge World School who has worked together with Minnesota Academy of Science after this on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. Holly Roberts. Good day. The three of us, your construction team here at Project Down in Dirty Construction Ooh. at Extreme Sandbox. Coffee strong. In uh, did you get the Death Wish coffee? No. It's that Green Mountain stuff. It's Oof. not it's too it's too, it's too much for you. Uh, we are running on very little sleep, but lots and lots of energy because we are raising money for a wonderful charity. Bradley, you want to tell everybody as you take a sip of that very strong yes. coffee? Yes, Minnesota Academy of Science, the FORCE program. We are very fortunate uh, to be raising money for this very important charity that's doing critical work Um with uh, our state's youth. And this is something I think you can feel extra special about is that this is going to benefit right here in our own backyard. But I guarantee, you know, the the benefits of the education these kids are getting as a result will just continue to ripple throughout, you know, the world and hopefully into our future when I'm in a hovercraft uh, assisted device. Or living on Mars, which again, we need these kids to learn their science, uh, exactly. technology, uh, engineering, and math. Um, we do have a guest with us, you guys. This is super exciting. We've got Marissa Moore on the line. Marissa is a teacher at Stonebridge World School, and uh, I know that you have engaged with the FORCE program. Engaged, engaged the, force. the FORCE program with Minnesota Academy of Science. Marissa, thank you so much for joining us. 
Hi, hello. So tell us a I'm little so bit. Oh, we're so happy to have you. And we're so happy. <laughs> These, you know, hearing how people kind of in day to day life have engaged with the force program um, is so helpful to help people kind of really understand why it's so vitally important. What for you, it moved you or, or is um, important to you about the force program with Minnesota Academy of Sciences? Yeah, of course. Uh, so the um, Minnesota Academy of Science Force Program, uh, Sarah Gomez approached me and provided uh, some uh, information on the STEM programming for the classroom. So they would come into the classroom. They brought curriculum. They brought mentors, uh, resources. And then my favorite, since I'm a pre-K teacher, is STEM Playdates. Um, and that was just so awesome because especially with the last two years, it's been really hard to create these experiences uh, with students with distance learning and all the other resources having limited access to them right now. So we had something available to be brought to us in the classroom. And what did the kids like? How did the kids react? Uh, so it was super fun because we have like 24 to five year olds. And they brought in this thing called the rigamajig, which is like this huge, uh, big wooden piece uh, engineering tool. So it has all these manipulatives on it, and it comes wheeled in on a cart. And then they also brought and set up uh, different centers that had hands-on learning, such as like microscopes and then uh, other centers that had mentors at them so they could focus on different sensory kind of learning and so the kids were actually out of the classroom so then when they walked into the classroom and saw all these things set uh, up for them i mean there was just lots of screaming and oh, excitement it was very exciting that is so cool and you know how does it feel then to see you know kids who maybe i don't know i i, I my kids are a little bit older now but i remember at that age you know they didn't think of things in the same way as we do you know math is hard science is hard they look at everything as sort of play and fun but did you did you did you see them sort of engaging with the with like the rigamajig or the microscopes in a way where you kind of saw like a passion ignite? Yeah, and that was um, you know it was so exciting to see how engaged science can get them to be actually cooperative and build in their like um, self esteem. Mm. So I saw students that usually would play by themselves work together as a team with other kids in the classroom to build. They were trying to build houses with these rigamajigs. That's what they decided they want to build. So they're like talking with students they don't usually talk to. And they're like trying to figure out how all these pieces came together. And it was just like a kind of a magical moment because the dialogue that was happening was some really amazing higher level problem solving skills. And language that we don't always see in some of like the more routine based learning we do in the classroom. Yeah, I bet like, you know, when you approach somebody with, you know, the term STEM education, that can seem very broad and vague. But what you just illustrated is that what it really means is giving these kids a hands-on experience that builds confidence and allows them to interact thoughtfully with other people, which, like, I don't care what field they end up being 20 yeah. years down the road. Like, they're just going to move through the world in a more, um, I don't know, in a, better, in a better way, in a way that's more thoughtful and caring about the people in the world around them. 
Yeah, and I think with opportunities like this, like they also provided uh, curriculum so I could connect what we did in the classroom throughout the rest of the year and like keep using that as a method to pull more exciting things into the classroom as the year went on. But what I really love seeing in them is the more that I can do to empower my students through all the different ways, all students learn different ways. So the more ways I can engage them, the more confident they are for the next year when they go and keep continuing their education. Oh, absolutely. And how meaningful for you also to have the support of force and the mentors that they that they utilize um, and that curriculum that they develop and all of the I mean, listen, teachers are stretched beyond <laughs> your limits. And so way, way, way too often you are digging into your very own pockets to try to um, to do these types of experiences in the classroom and to have force show up and bring all of the stuff and, and, and be able to really support you in doing what you do best. How meaningful is that for you? I mean, it's priceless. It's just, it's everything that I could ask for, honestly. I mean, you know, uh, especially with science standards, um, they're, they don't really go into specifics on how exactly to teach them, especially at this younger age. And they helped guide me and show me new methods and techniques that I can incorporate oh. in all my other lessons throughout the day. So cool. That is so wonderful. So yeah. see, listen, it's not just with force. Clearly, they're not just helping the students, but they're also doing such a huge service for the teachers. And boy, if we haven't um, over the last year realized just how very important teachers are in our lives. Thank you so much, Marissa, for joining us today. Yeah, thank you so much. And I'm excited to work with them again this year. Thank you Thanks, so Marissa. much. Yeah. Uh, everybody Have head over to mytalk1071.com. Keyword project. Donate to our friends at Minnesota Academy of Science to the FORCE program. We will be back with more from Project Down and Dirty after this on MyTalk1071.